0: On today's episode, I'm going to share with you five reasons to be optimistic about the COVID-19 crisis. Stay tuned. Welcome to the True True Condos Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Hi there. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for tuning in. Your host here, as always, Andrew LaFleur, and you can always reach me, 416-371-2333. Andrew at truecondos.com truecondos.com of course is the website where you can find this podcast and more about the Toronto real estate and Toronto condo market bringing you this podcast now for almost six years 250 something episodes by this point and we are Once again, in the middle of this COVID-19 crisis, so depending on when you're listening to this, this may or may not be relevant anymore, but here we are in March of 2019, and that's really the only thing that's on everybody's minds and uh, on everybody's lips is what's happening with this COVID-19 crisis, coronavirus, and the craziness that it has uh, caused in all of our lives, really. So it's, it's just an incredible time, uh, just a, a remarkable time in history that we're all living and experiencing live. So a lot of doom and gloom, obviously, a lot of people very concerned, very worried, and rightfully so, about uh, the COVID-19 cri- COVID, uh, virus and everything that's going on with it, and specifically around our economy. And uh, of course, a big part of our economy and, and the big reason why you're probably listening to this podcast right now is, of course, the real estate markets. So far, everything is fine. The real estate market uh, continues to churn along at uh, at a very, I would say, even hot pace. Um, things haven't really been affected at all, but the uh, there's a lot of concern that things will change very, very soon and could change very, very quickly as this coronavirus um, really just Puts the entire economy and the entire our entire society at a standstill. Um, it is such an unusual thing. Nobody has any context for it. Um, you know, the closest thing maybe is going back to, uh, you know, 100 years ago, the Spanish flu or something like that. But really, nobody, it's interesting, like, even you, you look at elderly people and, and nobody has any context in, in our lifetimes for. A situation like this we can't say well we did this before this is how it was or you know i'm trying to explain it to my kids like i don't i can't i have no context for it and i think well maybe the older generation could they explain it for some context nobody has any context for this is so, such an unusual thing um but i wanted to talk to you in this podcast specifically about some reasons for optimism uh want to be hopeful in this and and want to be um Uh, optimistic about the future because I do think that this will not this too shall pass this will not last forever we will uh, get overcome this and we will uh, life will return to normal at some point and specifically the real estate markets will return to normal at some point we don't know when that is but we do know it will happen at some point so I was listening to a very interesting uh, presentation from Benjamin Tao of CIBC he's a great guy he's been interviewed on this podcast uh, a few years ago, just a great guy to listen to uh, amazing perspectives always about what's happening in the market um, and just has a very long track record of being very accurate on, you know, sort of where, where the economy is going and, and what, uh, what we're, we're you know, where the strengths are in the economy and the real estate market and and where the challenges are. So he's definitely at top of my list of, of people that I like to follow and listen to and and track along with to see uh, perspectives and expert perspective on what's happening. So I had a chance to listen to a presentation from him. And um, it was a short presentation, but wanted to just share with you some of the highlights as I saw it from that. So here are five reasons for optimism uh, that Benjamin Tao shared in this thing. The number one thing was this idea that the uh, this crisis has an end game. The number one thing that um, I took from Benjamin's uh Uh, talk was that this crisis has an end game so there isn't there's an end to this um and it's very important as we're in the middle of all this uncertainty to remember that the end game of this as he kept reiterating over and over was there's going to be a vaccine they're going to find a vaccine they're going to find treatments for this virus um and when they do that changes everything and and uh, you know the world can definitely get back to normal if it hasn't already by that point when the vaccine is is created and found. Um, this is differentiating this crisis from any other previous economic crisis. For example, like, you know, the most recent one, 2008, nobody knew what was, when that was going to end or how it was going to end or how much further, you know, it would go or, um, you know, there was no end point in sight with that. There was no magic bullet, so to speak. But we do know that with this particular you know, economic event, economic crisis, whatever you want to call it, it's so hard to categorize. There's an endpoint to this crisis and that is the vaccine. So let's just always keep that in mind that when that does happen, that, you know, everything in theory, everything should go back to, to normal. Um, and we can pick up, so to speak, right where we left off. Number two, um, the policy makers, um, the policymakers are instituting policies that are trying to buy time until this end game is reached. So the the, the policy, the policies that we're seeing, governments are, are, they're not sitting on their hands. They are acting very quickly. Central banks in Canada, the U.S., around the world, uh, but most importantly here in Canada and U.S., they're, they are not, you know, they're not sitting around. They're, they're taking major, major action, and we're seeing more and more actions being taken every single day, it seems, to, um, as he said, they're trying to buy time. Like, this is, they're not trying to solve the problem, make it go away through this. The only thing that's going to do that is a vaccine. But um, they're trying to buy time, keep the economy afloat, keep things moving. Uh, keep the money flowing and moving in the economy, most importantly, keeping the credit moving in the economy until uh, until that end game is reached. So they that's a good thing. Um, and sort of the point number three tying into that as well is just these policies, he's basically saying these policies are good, and they should be work, they should work. They should do the trick. They should get us through this difficult period. Um, governments introducing, you know, changes to EI and and allowing people to defer mortgage payments and, and uh, um, you know, helping people make their rent payments in various fashions. And, and, you know, the U.S. government is literally just printing money, right? Just printing money and getting that money out into the hands of people. And, uh, you know, these are policies, as he said, to... Buy time until the end game is reached and and he's saying these are good policies and and you know they're they're well thought through economically speaking and they should work so that's good number four um is reason for optimism is look by now he's saying everybody kind of knows it we are in a recession right now like that's that's the reality of it but he's saying we will bounce back quickly from this recession Whenever that, uh, whenever we get over this hump, whenever we get through the the woods here, and whenever, most importantly, that end end game is reached, and that vaccine, and the treatments for this virus are established and in place, and uh, and and it's you know we can get it under control in the in the in the wider population of uh, of Canada, U.S. and and around the world. So, he's you know. Obviously, stating the obvious, what we everybody knows, you know, it's not good right now. The stock market, everything is down right now. Uh, people are losing their jobs right now. People are being laid off because companies are just frozen and, and people are not moving and people are not buying things and the economy is just kind of frozen. We are in a recession right now. The, the Q2 numbers, um, he's saying, are going to be very bad, uh, you know, in line with sort of the... The bad numbers that we saw in 2008 recessionary um, numbers, you know, negative growth of of you know five, six, seven percent. He was saying, but he just kept reiterating this point that you know it's a short term thing. His timelines that he is kind of thinking again, it's changing all the time. But he's saying basically he thinks it's going to be rough for a couple of months right now. By the summer, he thinks there will be more of a a movement towards a more of a normalcy but not fully normal and then he says by the end of the year end of 2020 q4 is when he sees everything really bouncing back um and by the beginning of you know sometime he says around q1 of 2021 assuming that there is a vaccine in place by then or or, you know it's right on the verge of being put in place by early 2021 he says that's when things will you know, essentially be roaring again. So, uh, you know, i that's Benjamin's t- take on it. Again, nobody has a crystal ball exactly how it's going to play out, but I think his reasoning and everything he's saying, it does make a lot of sense. Uh, I think everyone does agree that, you know, when the bounce back happens, it will be a fierce and mighty and strong and, and quick bounce back because, this, uh, because of the nature of this whole thing. And number five is specifically talking about real estate market in Toronto. He's saying um, reason to be optimistic about this whole thing is that the real estate market going into this uh, crisis, he said, is that was at a very strong position, right? With respect to um, everything, like the inventory is very very tight. It's not like there's a lot of inventory getting growing, 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 and things are. And all of a sudden, this has dropped on it. No, like demand is very high. Uh, and supply was very low, so um, the the and you know in just time of year, spring market and everything else, we're in the at the beginning of the, just at the beginning of the spring market when things really start to take off, right? And and buyers really start to come out every year in the springtime. We're just at the beginning of that, so he's saying, you know, if you're going to go into a crisis, if you if you're uh, if things are going to all fall, you know, fall apart, so to speak, economically speaking, then, you know, if you're the real estate market, this is the best, strongest position. Um, you know, if you're going to war with a very strong enemy, then, you know, you're putting forward your, your best foot forward. You're sending out your strongest warrior, so to speak, to fight the enemy. Um, that's what the Toronto real estate market is. It's, uh, it's in a very strong position to... Um, you know, for the weather, or whatever this storm is is going to be. Things to watch uh, that he was particularly pointing out, which I thought was interesting, and things that I'll be watching is immigration, big key thing, obviously. Immigration and population growth is so key to the Toronto real estate market. Um, obviously, we assume that immigration is going to stop. No, but again, no one really knows how this is going to play out. But uh, you know, we're not going to be letting in immigrants for a period of time like every, all that's going to stop so that will affect you know things like rental demand people less people coming in less people needing places to to rent um and that you know that'll affect the whole real estate market other things to watch for supply of listings like he's sort of saying you know things are kind of frozen where he thinks that uh, there will just be way less supply of listings people won't list their places for sale but also there'll be way less demand from buyers so it'll just kind of cancel each other out and prices he thinks will remain relatively flat because there's way less supply and also way less demand um And just to sum it up he he sort of said like the housing sector of the economy he thinks is you know is probably going to be the last one to fall and the first one to bounce back whenever this, uh, to, as we go through this crisis, last to fall, first to bounce back, it's sort of the best position to weather the storm compared to other segments of the economy. Um, you know, the commercial business side of the economy um, and, of course, the consumer spending sort of side of things. The housing market side of it, he's saying, is is uh, is in a strong position to, to withstand whatever this is and however long this is going to last. So... I thought that was all very interesting. Um, if you wanted to uh, get a copy of that, it was a private presentation, but if you want to uh, hear more from that or get a copy of that, just send me an email, andrew at Um I'll send you a link where you can you can take a listen to that. Uh, text me, call me, 416-371-2333. Hope you found that useful. Hope you found that interesting. And yeah, once again, I'm still here. Business at True Condos is still going on as always. Um, Things are a little different right now. Everybody's, of course, working remotely from home. Everybody's not going out and at home, but we are, our mission and our vision and our goals here at True Condos remains the same. And our commitment to you to bring you, the condo investor, the The very best information, the very best analysis and insights to to help you make better and better decisions for your investments. That's all staying the same and that hasn't changed at all. So, um, yeah, again, I'm here for you. I want to hear from you. I want to see how I can help you um, as we're in this very interesting time. Feel free to reach out to me anytime and uh, I'd love to hear from you. Hope you're doing well. Stay safe. Uh, be well, stay uh, inside, stay away from other people as much as humanly possible. Um, take this virus very seriously as, as we all should and uh, be well, protect yourself, protect your family and, and stay safe and let's, uh, let's o- overcome this together. Okay, until next time, hope you're having a great week and we'll talk to you soon. Happy investing.